0: Welcome back to the ADW Profile Podcast. ADW for a deeper way. This is Casey along with Tim here, and today we're we're gonna unpack a. a larger aspect. Yeah. Family. A whole family. A whole family. And today we're looking at the first of the big five Mm. families, the openness family. Yeah. Scale 1.0.
1: Scale 1.0.
0: So, Tim, what do we need to know about the openness family? As you said,
1: the openness family is part of the five families in our language. But it's big five theory or big five factors of personality. And these factors or families, as we talk about them, are really clusters of a few related aspects that help us get kind of a a picture of, of an individual's traits and patterns and probabilities of how they might show up or respond to a given situation. So it's not to say on this family level and on this pattern level that we might not see ourselves do things that are different than what our patterns might be, right? We might find a specific situation in which we are operating differently. But with traits and patterns, it's really over time and in most common or typical situations, how might somebody sort of tend to be? Mm -hmm. And specific to this openness family, it's sort of that first family of personality. And the reason it's the first one is really, it's asking a very simple question. Is the individual sort of psychologically, mentally, behaviorally open to their lived experience and all the things that are part of it, or is the individual maybe more closed off and conventional to their whole experience and all of the things in it. And it's, again, important to remind ourselves and remember that both sides of this family, both sides of this spectrum have a lot of strengths and good qualities and and wonderful things about them, helpful expressions, we might say. And both sides, we might find that from time to time, those prominent patterns may get in our way. So it's not about being good or bad at anything but rather kind of knowing where do I default to. So we've laid that out. It's it's not good or bad it's tra- it's tendencies, patterns in most situations, probabilities. The openness family is made up of a few aspects, kind of different related pieces.
0: I think one more thing as we are in the uh, level 2 here yeah. of of uh personality traits and patterns and I think another way to just frame and think about that idea of, you know, good and bad and, you know, we, yeah. our, our our brains think if we see a low score, oh, that means I'm bad at this, right? I, I think a helpful way to think about it, particularly in the traits realm, again, is energy, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm super high on openness, which would mean I'm low on concrete and conventional, mm-hmm. that means that, Naturally, my energy goes toward the openness behaviors. doesn't mean I can't do the concrete conventional behaviors. It just means I have to put a lot more intentionality. It's going to take a lot more energy to get there. Yeah, All behaviors are available to all of us. It Mm -hmm. just depends how much energy is it going to take for us to perform those behaviors. So we're talking about openness today, the family of openness. And families have aspects within them, right? So there's actually four aspects that make up the openness family, Mm -hmm. but then there's also an overall openness score as well. So you have an openness score, and then you also have the sub-aspects that make up the openness family. Now, of course, each of the sub-aspects have their own episodes in which we get in the weeds on them. Yeah. Um, but just real quick, like, the four aspects that make up openness, imaginative, mm-hmm. emotional absorption, seeks change, mm. open to learning. Ooh. So all those together kind of show us the constellation of the various aspects of the openness. Yeah. I think we should recognize mm. when we think about let's start with the right side so which is openness so high openness what are the effective manifestations of high openness what is what what does that look like
1: yeah well when we talk about openness to experience and when we unpack what is what makes up our experience right it's thoughts and ideas it's Feelings and emotions. It's new adventures or new things, right? Kind of doing things that you haven't done before. It's learning new information. And so when we put these things together and recognize some of the strengths that come out of being higher toward the openness side, right? Individuals might really enjoy and get motivation from a variety of ideas or a variety of sources. Right. They may be sort of on this pattern level, more attuned to or aware of just the fact that there are emotions in the environment. Right. Sure. People who are more high on this openness side also tend to kind of take in and and seek out learning new information, almost learning for learning's sake. Mm -hmm. And so that can be a really, wonderful strength in that folks high over here might gravitate toward sort of taking in new ideas, chewing on them, thinking about possibilities, thinking about what if, right? Thinking about maybe these big picture ideas. Yeah. Those kinds of things. Yeah. Far to the left is, is conventional. Yeah. Sort of unpack that for us.
0: Yeah. So the, as we've said many times, and we'll keep saying it many times, that there's going to be effective manifestations regardless of where one lands on the aspect or the scale. So on the left side, high concrete, high conventional, mm-hmm. low openness. The The helpful behaviors around that is going to be you know, usually fairly kind of grounded and practical in what's happening right now and what do we need to do. Yeah. Um, Not likely to be as tempted to get lost in in the clouds or the abstract possibility thinking. And so particularly in moments when it's all right, we need to plan this. We need to think linearly. Folks who are naturally aligned with that side of of this aspect are going to be really comfortable and valuable in those kinds of moments, Um, you know, sticking with what works sticking with the tried and true things that work and not feeling like we have to reinvent everything every time we start a new project. Right. Helpful in in certain kinds of situations.
1: When you think of high production situations yeah. where it's 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 not time to think about another way we've figured out the way that we need to do it. Can we really get down to work and start producing? Yep. This yeah. This conventional side of this family can be a a tremendous asset for for situations like that.
0: So when we're at these level two traits and patterns, as you so eloquently described, it's sort of that, you know, in most situations, in most circumstances, Mm -hmm. how do we tend to respond, react, behave, show up? And of course, there are many moments we'll find ourselves in which those default ways of operating maybe aren't the most effective and we need to do mm. a, a reroute, a reroute, a reroute. So around the openness family, either high openness on the right or high conventional on the left, what are some, some questions one can ask themselves around? How do I know if I should be rerouting Yeah, in, in this given situation?
1: One thing that, we can ask ourselves is, given the situation that I'm in, would something new or something different or some other approach or some big picture thing, would would spending time on that truly add to the goals that we're wanting to accomplish? Another way to put it is, do we have a solution right now that is sort of quote-unquote proven, and the one we want to follow. And if that's the case, that's a, a a good sign that we can reroute away from some of the brainstorming, some of the novelty, some of the new, exciting way of doing it, and, and be intentional about staying pretty narrowly focused on getting it done as it is.
0: I, I think what comes up for me around that, is, and and I think we actually talk about this in the imaginative episode. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a deeper dive into that because yeah. it's fairly applicable to that, but openness in general, what's the purpose of this moment? Right. Right. So, so if we're in a meeting or, or not just, you know, sitting down to prioritize what we're going to spend the next 30 minutes on or whatever, what's the purpose? Yeah. And you know, if the purpose of the meeting is to brainstorm, well, then that's the purpose of the meeting. And then, so from that perspective, you know, getting too deep into the weeds on detail, asking about the hows and what next, those kind of, that's likely to actually get in the way of brainstorming, right? Mm-hmm. So, so folks who are high on conventional in those moments would, would probably do well to reroute into, okay, I can let go of, those default ways of thinking about this, and maybe try to access some of that more of that openness. Yep. And then vice versa, right? If the point of the meeting is to plan and determine steps of execution, yep. We're probably past the brainstorming phase. <laughs> and so, you know, bringing up new conceptual ideas might not be the most appropriate in that moment for yeah. the purpose of that meeting. Um, and it's not like there's a rule. I mean, it's, right. you know, it's, it's there's flexibility in that, but just thinking about, and this is kind of always the question, regardless of the trader aspect, right? What's the purpose of this moment? And therefore, what is the moment requiring of me? Yeah. Regardless of what my default tendencies mm-hmm. or patterns are.
1: For the folks far to the conventional side similar, but maybe a little bit rephrase of the question is how I'm doing it working is my approach is is how I'm doing it. Is it, is it working? Is it working as good as it could be working and asking, you know, what do I need to think about perhaps in even order to give myself permission to imagine what if, or what could be. So for high conventional folks, if I find myself too often going away from thinking about what could be or what's possible, right? And feeling this pull to turn it into a conclusion immediately, right? That might be a a signal to reroute into coming up with a few different possibilities and not needing to decide until we've had a chance to talk through all of the possibilities. So maybe not assuming that Someone offering a possibility is actually making a conclusion. So just kind of a good opportunity for a self-check on that.
0: So that's the openness family. Make sure that you're diving into the aspects of the openness mm. because we, we have our overall openness and conventional score, which is helpful and interesting. But taking it the level deeper into looking, well, what's your flavor of yeah. openness? is all about looking at those sub-aspects of imaginative, emotional absorption, seek change, open to learning. Because most of us, we have a little bit of each side. And those sub-aspects give give us more insight into what our flavor of openness looks like. So we'll see you in those episodes. In the meantime, get that self-awareness.
1: Stay curious.